You're listening to Gifted with Sheila White, a podcast that will inspire you. Its purpose is to uplift and entertain creatives to pursue their passions through their gifts. Sheila White is a film and television producer, author, and entrepreneur. And in each episode, Sheila talks with gifted individuals about their journey and the lessons they've learned. It will also inspire you to make an impact, living your best purpose-driven life with clarity. And now, here's your host, Sheila White. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Gifted with Sheila White, where we talk to individuals using their gifts, their unique gifts to impact the world. And I am so grateful that you tuned in for today to get some empowering information and to meet someone that will encourage you to create a better life. I have with me an amazing guest who will move you through the power of her music. She's known throughout the South as a riveting gospel artist and she brings passion and connection within the lyrics of her song. And she stands out as one of gospel's beloved artists. I love her too. She's a friend of mine, okay? And also, I want to welcome Miss Lady Crystal to the show. Welcome, Crystal. It's been a minute, as they say. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Yes, it has. (laughs) <laughs> wow. This, I've been waiting for this. I'll tell you, I know we're into the holiday season and this is such a perfect, perfect time uh, for us to have you on today because a lot of people this time of year, they get a little melancholy. You know, they get a little sad, missing family and missing friends. But with your music and what you do and what you bring, it's really, really important to share your story and to share your message because this, you have an inspiring story. We've been friends for years and years and uh, we're both over 21, but still, <laughs> but still um, we have a lot of history. Um, I want to first, Crystal, just go back a little bit into your backstory. What first got you into music? What first got me into music um I've always loved it. Um, I used to sing in my hairbrush as a little girl, but my <laughs> father, <laughs> my father is a, is still today. Um, he was a pastor of uh, a church, and so we were we were churchgoers. So I had to learn a lot. They were always playing records and stuff around the house. So um, I just always loved music. You know, Whitney, I think Houston used to sing in her her brush too. A lot of singers say that, that they used to sing in their brushes. They were singing. Um, Who are some of the people that inspired you as a little girl? Because there's so many gospel greats that are out there. And being a church girl, as you are, um, I'm sure that a lot of those people moved you and inspired you. So who are some of those people that uh, moved you in the early years? In the early years, um, I used to love the Clark sisters. I still do. Yes, and yes. They really inspired me, especially Karen. <laughs> yes, um, yes, she's great. Yolanda she's great. Adams. Yes. And then there are some other that are not gospel that um, also inspired me with their gifts as well. You know, I'm, I'm glad you said that because a lot of um, gospel artists were that sing today, they were inspired by, you know, either some rhythm and blues and different other artists in the industry. When you are an artist, you just look for creativity, the style and how people, you know, kind of reach their audience and things like that. So so how would you describe your music uh, that you create? Because you kind of have a niche, so to speak. <laughs> you have your own niche, so to speak, in music. I mean, we talked about the Clark sisters, but 
you you kind of have your own niche. So how would you describe the music that you that you create? I would describe my music as inspirational. Um, I always taught my children to when you listen to music, you listen for the message in the song. Mm. And if it doesn't have a positive message, then, you know, you might need to listen to something that can kind of give you that motivation, give you that uplift so yes. that you can go on with your day. Yes. yeah, And you know what? That is so important because, um, you know, different people have different, you know, creative styles and things like that. You know, we know what some of the secular artists do to create music. They have to get into all this artificial type of stuff to to create music. But as a gospel artist, you know, like you said, something that moves you, something that motivates you and things like that. What describe your your process of, of just creating your music, because. Um, you know, I know some people have to go into a certain state and some people go through things. And then as they go through things, they they come out with these lyrics and and uh, come out with a message, so to speak. So so the things that you've been through, um, just describe what is your creative process? Do you just kind of go in a quiet place and God just kind of downloads things to you? No, actually, I can be anywhere when the inspiration hits me. Um, wow. I can be driving and I, I hear a tune uh, wow. or I hear, hear some lyrics. And it's crazy because not only do I hear the lyrics, but I hear um, the tune, the arrangement of it. I hear what instrument needs to go in it. Wow. And I, I get so excited and I, I'm thinking, oh, I can't wait to get back to my studio so I can pull out my keyboard and start or my MIDI and start um, laying something down, the base of it down to uh, finish. So I'll pull out my recorder on my phone and I'll just, you know, do my laws and, you know, or whatever else. To me, music is like... Um, a canvas, a painting. Mm. And when you have the, your different colors and your brush, you take one, you know, swab on your canvas. And when you finish, you have this masterpiece. It's, it's so beautiful, but wow. I can really be anywhere when the inspiration, the tune of the music, whether I'm asleep or awake. <laughs> Wow. You know, and I, I, I love that. You know, I know that Michael Jackson, who is one of the artists that I still love today, um, he was like that, too. He could just hear a little beat or a little song or just something a little. And, and it would just take him to a place and, and he would hear like the whole entire song. And that's an artist. You know, I heard someone describe one time that when people are walking down the street and somebody looks over and see a big boulder and some people see a boulder, but an artist will see the sculpture within the boulder. <laughs> and that's kind of what you're describing. You can just hear something and it doesn't matter where you are. You know, the, the, the song will just kind of come alive and it gets you, you get the happy feet. <laughs> yes, that, that is exactly it. And sometimes when I'm driving for long periods of time, I like to go by myself. <laughs> um, when it's quiet, oh goodness, I can hear the the, the best lyrics uh, when it's just, just quiet in the car and no one's in there. And, you know, that's my time with, with God. It just, wow. I can hear it. No. Wow. Now, now, now we, we talked about the Clark sisters a little bit. That, that's one of my favorite favorites too. And I know there was a big uh, gospel tour, you know, with Ty Trebed and Kurt Franklin and a lot of those gospel artists uh, recently. 
who would you like to collaborate with? Because with your voice, you could fit into with anyone. You can fit with Tamla Mann, singing with her, anyone <laughs> with your talent. Who would you like to collaborate with if you could just go on a tour, let's say, um, tomorrow or, or, or this, or let's say next year, who would you like to collaborate with? Oh, I would love to collaborate with Kirk Franklin. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. He yeah. has so many different types of, um, gospel that comes and he brings uh, a new sound, a different sound, and he just brings all this together. So it would be wonderful. Now, now, you know, you mentioned Kirk Franklin and, you know, he's always sometimes he gets heat for just his creativity because a lot of people that are old school don't understand kind of what his vision is and where he's trying to go with his music. And he's reaching the masses, which is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go out, as they say, go out into the world and compel them to come where he's going out there. And his music is literally drawing people to the gospel message, I will say, uh, and things like that. And so I agree with you. He would be a great artist for you to to be able to collaborate with. But in, in saying with his music style and some of the things that he's done with his music style, um, do you think that the gospel music today is is really kind of stretching out a little bit far <laughs> farther than um, that it needs to? Or we're losing people, would you say? Because a lot of people are used to the traditional gospel music and with all of the different technology of sound and and different things that we have today it seems like some people are saying is this gospel or is this secular music when they turn on the radio for example um because you you've got the you know the hip-hop rap you've got so much out there um would you say that we're losing our message with the gospel message so to speak well gospel is such a small industry and I think that there are so many ways that God can be heard and he can be reached. Tell me that people can be reached. But sometimes you do have to pull back a little and remember who you what who you're singing about. Mm. And I think that some get a little too far, but I believe that you should not be in a box. Mm. Um behind just just behind one sound but yeah. you should be able to meet them where they are yeah. just you got to remember who you're singing about yes and that's when I, I think some of the music can get a little too far you know mm -hmm. my opinion <laughs> you know you know it's it, and it's interesting too crystal because um it's one thing to do the music but it's another thing to they say live what you sing about and I know that this is a passion for you, not just singing gospel music, but um, just this your whole life and what you amplify. Uh, tell us a little bit in our audience about the ministry that you have, because it's not just singing a song. Um, this is something that has engulfed your life for years. So tell us a little bit about the music ministry that you have and the things that you're trying to do through your music as a ministry. As a ministry, uh, my goal is to, like I said before, inspire people. Um, so many things are going on today yes, and yes. so many people are going through so much. So if I can just sing a word or say a word mm -hmm. that would uplift, you know, uh, them from wherever they are. I recently wrote a song 
And it just, it was, it's called My Story. And it starts out with, um, I I don't look like what I've been through. Mm. So many people can identify when they walk, when you see them walking around, you don't know the things that they're going through. The uh, So my ministry is to bring about healing, bring mm. about deliverance, uh, help the, the ones that are struggling, lift them up uplifting and so much more saving i've been in rehearsals to where i'm preparing for to sing the next uh, night and people have walked in off the streets and just said i wish god loved me and i've literally stopped my rehearsals just Mm -hmm. to go after that person and say god does love you let's sit down and let's let's talk about let's let's talk about him and they got saved at those rehearsals, mm. came back for my concerts the next night. Mm. And that's what it's all about. If I can't deliver what God is giving me, then I'm lost. Wow. So that's what it's all about. I, I just love to uplift, inspire, and just bring about a change in the world with my ministry. Um, wow. That's just a few. <laughs> you know, when you talk about your story and you have a story and it's and it's an awesome story and in your music, when you talk about, you know, bringing healing and deliverance and things like that, um, you know, through your story, what piece of advice that have you gotten that has really helped you through the years as you look back and say, you know what, this has been something that I've held on to or that is my go to when you get down or when you feel like, God, where are you? You know what I'm saying? What What is that piece of advice that you've gotten that has helped you through the years, would you say? I always say to find your center. <laughs> and your center is your peace. Wow. Um, your center can be wherever your peace will take you. If it takes you to the park uh, where there's trees blowing and the sun is is shining, whatever your piece is, find your center. And God always reminds me of Revelations, um, I believe three, the third chapter, where it's talking about, uh, I know thy works, behold, I have set before thee an open door that no man can close. When I find my center, I remember that scripture and I remember that it doesn't matter what man says. It doesn't matter of the delays, mm-hmm. the, the denials. God has the final say so. Mm-hmm. He is the alpha and the omega. He yes. can open and he can close. Yes. And if he closed it, then that means that it was meant for it to close. He may mm-hmm. be protecting you for whatever it is to come. So mm-hmm. I always say, find your center. In your center, he'll speak to you. You'll you'll find that peace and it'll help you and it'll guide you in the right way. Wow. And you know what? <clears throat> that is so important because people are off balance today. They don't know where to go, where to turn a lot of times. And even, even, even as they're going to church, week in, week out, so to speak, they're still, seem like still searching for something oftentimes. So let me ask you a question about the internet. You know, has that impacted, you know, how do you feel that that has impacted the music business? Because people have this music and the industry is doing certain things where people can't even, let's say, capitalize off of their music, you know, because there's so many things going on to artists are like battling, just trying to have the rights 
to their music and to be able to distribute it and do what they want to do. How do you feel that the internet has impacted the music? Because years ago, you know, during the days of the Jackson Five, they didn't have that. During the Patti LaBelle days and, you know, years and years ago, they didn't have the internet, you know, the Motown era. They just had to go out there and promote the best way they could. But now, even in the gospel industry, the internet has an impact um, on the music and, and artists are trying to just retain the rights to their music and not have it uh, go out there in a, in a, in a way that would kind of damage them and they can't even have the rights to it. So what do you say about the impact of the new technology that is helping, but it's also hurting, I would say some artists. It is. Um, and the ones that it's hurting, I will say needed to be a little bit more educated. And let me explain. Um, what I mean by educated, when I spent years as a music mentor and consultant, I literally would hear artists talk about, oh, I can't wait to get my, get my uh, record deal. I can't wait to sign and I'm going to go and tell all my followers and the, and I said, you know, you know what you're signing away? Do you Mm. know what that means? So I've had so many people over the years to where they're not educated in the industry and to be an artist. That's number one. You have to have some type of education as far as in the music industry, because if you don't, you're going to be left behind so Mm -hmm. quick. I literally wrote a book. I wrote a book called uh, smart guide for new artists because Mm -hmm. of Things like the internet, the internet can, so many people are taking, they can take your whole album and literally not pay a dime. And um, I even had uh, someone try to uh, send me an email, recopied my song and re-recorded it and renamed it and said, let's make some money. Like, where wow. they doing? So wow. people will try you, but number one, you have to educate yourself because because the internet is is not a uh, friendly place yes. for me. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. And as you talk as a, you know, as a music mentor and a consultant, there's so much information out there, so much um, garbage, I would say. And people are taking advantage of people, not only in the gospel arena, but in the secular arena as well. Because, like you said, people want to be discovered, so to speak. Um, is there anything that you would change in the industry? you know, to help people to understand this is the direction to go, you know, don't go down this particular path. I mean, talk a little bit more about your book because there needs to be a smart guide for new artists because they're really getting swallowed up, you know, especially the the hip hop and the, in the Christian hip hop artists, they're, they're kind of following the path of the hip hop um, secular, so to speak, thinking, okay, if I just get my name out there or whatever, but there needs to be a smart guide. What are some of those nuggets that you can give some of our listening audience that are aspiring to go into the industry, but they have to watch these pitfalls that are out there, these these landmines that are out there so that they don't step on them and just it just kind of disintegrates their whole career? Yes, I have. um, I've came, like I said, I've come in contact with so many people that have been hurt by the industry yeah. and the internet. And this is what I tell them. Um, one of the things, it's 
it's one thing to go to to the studio and record and you're feeling all good. But what do you do when you leave the studio? Mm. Because some of them was just, okay, well, I'm going to put a picture with it. And I'm going to just put it out there. And I'm going to go on one of these little sites and yeah. tell everybody I got something. Well, did you do all your background registering? Yes, it's copyright. Wow. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Wow. Um, did you register proper proper register? Did you get your your barcodes? Did you get your IRSC code? Did you did you register to do? Did you go to the first of all your performing rights organizations? What's that? Oh my goodness! Education is the key. Yeah. I've had people to say that they went to uh, a studio of a friend and. The friend was the engineer over their home and, and they agreed to do this for free. And I said, well, who copywritten the mm -hmm. music? Mm -hmm. And they said the friend. Wow. Who wrote the music? Well, I wrote it. Okay, well, it's been a few years. Where is your master? What's that? Mm. Your master, your master. Uh, I've had, like I said, I've had so many different people and come to find out they lost the rights to their music wow. because they someone else copyrighted. And I see, I would see this all the time. I would, you can't, you got to educate yourself. You have to. And so those are some little nuggets in my book, explaining and breaking down just simple things that people, artists don't know to do. I've wow. helped people that are not just in gospel, but I've helped them in hip hop. I've helped wow. those in R and B. I've yeah. helped those in so many different genres. It's mm -hmm. important to educate. That's the number one thing. Educate yourself. Wow. And then you know, then you go from there. Wow. And which is key because you know, if you have education and understanding, you know where you're going. If you're confused, you just don't know what to do. Sometimes people quit, they give up and and they're just out there like, okay, I had a dream, but it's all gone. And they have a gift that God has given them, but they're afraid to execute that. So I think being around the right people and getting the right information is really, really key. Uh, Crystal, let's talk a little bit about some of the, you know, maybe physical setbacks that you've had in your health um, or some things that have gone on, but yet you did not stop. You have a superpower. <laughs> within you that just won't let you quit. You're like an ever-ready battery. When I see things on, on Facebook and things you're posting and the little, the little, little angel that you have, the little, little bright sunshine, <laughs> the little baby, um, you know, there's just so many things that have happened in your life that has just, you know, helped you to be who you are today. So let's talk about some of the health challenges, some of the things, some of the setbacks that you've had, but yet you've propelled through them anyway things that you could share that you would like to share? Yes. Some of the things that um, I've had is setbacks. Um, when I, um, 17, almost 18 years ago, when I gave birth to my twins, mm. um, they came through a, um, they came through a, a rape. They came yes. through a rape. Yeah. And, God really had to re do some show enough restoring during that time. Uh, before all of that tr transpired, I had so many great things going for me. I was acting, I was doing stage plays, I was traveling all over. Um, I was 
I just finished my first single at the time and I was getting ready. I literally getting ready to drop it. I think I, I had just dropped the CD and yes. it, it so many things happened, you know, and that happened and it just stopped my mm-hmm. career. It stopped my ministry. It stopped my life. And it took me some time to re- regain my strength in my mind mm-hmm. um, to come back. So it, it's been a, a a battle. It's been a battle for uh, me to continue on at times, because at the time I was a single mother uh, and they were born three months early. And oh so uh, one pound and two pounds, but they are have graduated early from high school. They one is in college and the other one is finishing culinary school. But it hasn't been easy for, you know, and that's some things along the way, challenges along the way. Um I could have been, you know, just a few days ago, just, you know, last week, I was literally trying to leave here. And the the power of prayer, I tell you something about that. The power of prayer will bring you back and yes. every day get you stronger and stronger. So mm-hmm. I, there's been so many instances that my body has been striked. But like you said, there's a fire down, down on the inside of me my that mind. when I want to give up, when I yes. want to quit, I yes. cannot. Wow. I can't quit. I can't. I got to keep going. Because there's more to do. There's an excite. There's assignments. There, there are things to do, and I know I can't do them all at once. But God is my strength, yes. and I know that they're going to be accomplished. Wow. So that you know, God is God is so amazing. <laughs> wow. Everything. Krista, what would you like to say to an artist that is younger that's coming into the industry? Um, they have been singing in church, and now they want to go. Well, let's say into the studio to record. They want this career. They're looking at like maybe the Kirk Franklin's, Tamla Mans, or whoever. What and and you have the book, you know, Smart Guide for New Artists, and you are a music mentor and a consultant. What would you say to that person that's out there listening today um, that they would need to um, just to kind of grasp or be aware of as they're going into this industry? Because there's a lot of snakes out there, you know, that would take advantage of people's gifting and uh, and talents and things like that. So what would you say to an artist, young or old, that just say, hey, I'm going to try this out, see if it works, see if it's for me, and see what I can make of this? Ooh, I tell you, I would tell them, get you a good mentor. Wow, that's key. That's key. Yes. Get you someone that has... Um, someone that has went and tread those roads that you are trying to go on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it won't prevent them from making all the mistakes, but it will prevent them from making a lot of mistakes. Yes. So that's important. Get you somebody that can mentor you or consult you on matters, someone that's not trying to uh, drain you dry with money. Because Mm -hmm. in this industry, everybody has their handout. Everybody wants something. Um, This is going to cost this amount or this is going to cost that amount. Get you somebody that that really, really has a heart for people 
like me. <laughs> I yes, can't that's answer. right. That's right. <laughs> and and you know what? I want you all in in the listening audience to understand um, to to get a hold. How do they get a hold of your book, Crystal? By the way, um, you know the Smart Guide for a New Artist. How do they get a hold of your book? And how do they get a hold of you know? your latest project that you have so that they can be able to, you know, purchase that or, you know, get it off of the internet some type of way or purchase it or whatever. Um, give our audience your contact information and also how to get a hold of your book. Awesome. It's available everywhere, but in one place you can get the books and the music on my website at www.ladyladi.com crystal with the k.com okay that's l-a-d-i crystal.com yes ma'am mm -hmm. okay and i want you all to check out that website get a hold of her book uh what's next for lady crystal i mean you know it's so much happening and going on and you're always getting ideas and fresh ideas what's next i am currently working on a worship uh album and I am, I've been done with it, but I needed that first song. So I'm literally tweaking some other music and, but I'm just about finished with it. I'm excited about it. It's, it's a, it's an awesome album. Uh, I want to do this because I got some other projects in the way, some films, some uh, series of play. I got just different things that I want to get my hands on. And I've always, I uh, always have said this, you never, ever get your hands on too many at one time, but you complete this and you nurture it and you get it out to the people. And then you, you go to the next project. You got, you got more to do. So I have yeah. more to do, more to give out. Um, so many great things that are lined up between now and the next couple of years. So wow. <laughs> wow. Well, give the family our love. We are so excited for all the things that are going on, the new music that's coming out, the book that's there, the smart guide for the next, for the new artist. Um, you can find that information on ladycrystal.com. That's L-A-D-I crystal with a K.com. I'm so excited to have you uh, share a little bit of your story, spend a little time with us on today. I know that you have a very busy schedule, so I appreciate you taking this time out. Folks, if you did not hear this entire broadcast, I want you to visit our website at www.road2.net. And I want you to um, share this podcast with uh, other inspiring artists that are trying to go into the industry, gospel artists. And Crystal doesn't only work with gospel artists, but she's there. She works with hip hop. She works with different type of artists that are trying to get information that are going into the industry. So she's a very good resource, a mentor, a, a consultant in the music industry. And she's been in this. She's not new to this. She's true to this. So she's been there for a while. So she knows the ins and outs, and she knows how to help you to get on track. So I want you to share this podcast with your family and friends. Um, and also her information will be on our website so that you can be able to um, get in contact with Crystal as well. Crystal, I want to thank you for being our special guest today. I love talking to people that I know, like, and trust, and you're one of them. <laughs> And we have a friendship that has gone on for years. I cherish it. And I'm really, really happy that you have been able to spend time with me. What state are you uh, in right now, Crystal? What uh, state? 
Uh, with Georgia. Uh, Georgia, okay. Because oh, yes, we've, we've, you've known, you've moved around quite a bit and things like that. Yeah, so the, the great state, state of Georgia, Georgia, you guys will be able to get in contact with her. And uh, if you're looking to have her to come to sing at your church or convention or anything like that, um, definitely get in contact with her so that she can be able to share her message with you. And, uh, and it's a message of inspiration. And I just love it. I love, love, love it. So thank you so much for being our special guest. And we'll look forward to um, hearing this new music that's coming out, seeing some of the stage plays. I know we're staying connected because you were talking about this a little while back and things. So God is just constantly downloading information into you. So that is that is great. That is really great. And we're looking forward to all the new things that will be coming up real, real soon from Lady Crystal. Thank you so much, Crystal, for being our guest. I want you to know that you are uniquely designed and strategically gifted. Use your gifts to impact the world the way that Crystal is doing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Gifted with Sheila White. We hope you understand how your gifts can make an impact on the world. Gifted with Sheila White is produced by Road to Eternity, a film and television production company. 